Hi and welcome to the Science Fiction Rating System, the podcast that this week is not rating anything at all. Um, this is a little bonus episode because, as you're going to be rating the quality of the apocalypse. That's true. Yes. Uh, so, as you may be aware, I mean, you're probably aware, aren't you? You might be listening to this in the future, I suppose. Uh, in March of 2020, the world is on lockdown. Uh, mm. If there is a future. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> Maybe some aliens managed to this. find an old <laughs> recording device yeah. somewhere and charged it up oh, somehow. God. Yeah. And and it deciphered the language which is on it. Yes. This is the last podcast before the, the collapse. <laughs> before we still have internet, so we're using it wisely, yeah. basically. Yeah. We're trying to carry on as normal. So um yeah, Alex can't be here today. He's not got coronavirus though, so don't worry about that. So we thought mm-hmm. we'd um Still put out a bit of content and have a little look at some apocalypse films and yep. yeah, right. This is the new normal. This is the new normal. God, let's hope not. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I guess your day to day is pretty much completely affected by it. I know mine is. Um, I don't know. I do spend a lot of time just in home. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking it probably. If you just looked at what I did, yeah. Like abstractly, probably no difference. Yeah, I, but I think I now want to go out. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was saying to Dad about like how because obviously the football season stopped, and obviously we both support Aston Villa who are useless. I mean, all we do is moan about them, and my Dad's like, "Yeah, I really miss them now." <laughs> so it's strange that like what you miss. But yeah, no, I think we've, I think I've been for more walks since the lockdown than before, just because I'm like I've got to get out and not go mad. I did a four hour walk yesterday. That's good, <laughs> just for shits and giggles. Yeah, just wanted to see what the inside centre of London looked like. Yeah, well, it looks a lot like an apocalypse film, which is what we're going to yeah. discuss a bit here today. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, so and we're doing it with, without Alex, just just because. Yeah, he's not around. He'll be back for the next episode, I think, uh, which will be mm. back to normal. Um, but I've got some catching up to do because he's done a few without me. So, oh, that's true. Have you have do you have you heard what the one without you? You haven't have you? I suppose. No, I haven't. No, I don't listen to that sort of stuff. I had to cut you up, and we sort of talked to a, uh, a <laughs> virtual Chris, which is good. <laughs> Sounds mental. Um, but I'd like I'd so, cut all the. <laughs> you could make that really funny. Like you say something, and I say some com- something completely like abstract. That was my, that was my initial plan, but it took me six hours to get to a stage where I could do it without putting jokes in. So. <laughs> But, it, but the funny thing was, I took all your um, like any like ums and pauses out, so it, yeah. it made us sound terrible because you're like really on it. You were just like going like yeah. bang, bang, bang all the way through everything because you edited yeah, yeah, really yeah. well. Um, cool. But yeah, I think it went all right. Yeah, we had that. That was good. That valid child and talk. It was uh, yeah, really interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, good stuff. Out I enjoyed of that. it. And we watched Brazil, and we're watching uh, Red Line next time, which is a Japanese thing. But, nice. But before that. Let's have a think of some apocalypse films. So, Chris, have you got an apocalypse film that you particularly enjoy, or or what's your criteria for picking a film here? What have you picked? I wouldn't have picked this one, mm. which I'm just gonna. But it was on TV the other day, mm. and uh, nice scheduling there by TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. what was it? I think it was on TV. I managed to end up watching it. Basically, I think it might have been online. But basically, uh, uh, the day the Earth stood still. The old one or the uh, Keanu Reeves one? The the Keanu Reeves one, actually. Right, okay. I hadn't seen it properly for a little while. I've never seen it. And he's a bad guy, isn't he? He's, he's is it Clartu, whatever. Well, 
the thing is they they do something interesting with it in the sense it, it's got an ecological message so he's not really the bad guy he's just an alien with a job right okay to do and, what, and what's his job they make the the job is he's like the person to oversee the aliens basically cleaning out the humans from earth because we're too destructive right okay so he's there and why he's sort of talking to people Mm. uh there's actually uh more of a mechanical force which is actually taking the humans out and it's done quite creatively i think Mm. because it's like the in the old film there's like that big robot yeah thing um and that sort of separates into like nanites yeah in in this film and then it just starts eating up all like man-made objects like metal okay so it's really like in quite interesting sort of CG little sequences where it goes through and just completely like turns like factories and like roads and cars into, into more nanites. Mm. They like, they exponentially grow. And then whenever like you just shoot a weapon at it, it just eats the weapon. Right. So <laughs> it's, quite quite a cool little, yeah. it's quite scary actually. Cause they've, yeah, it's, it's good. Um, and then, it's not all like Independence Day sort of the president and all that sort of shit. It's quite good. It's 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 a small story. Uh Jennifer Connolly. Um Oh that's yeah. why you watched it then. That's why I watched it. Yeah. And then uh I think um John Cleese makes an appearance as well as a scientist at some oh, right. I think I'm getting that right. Uh so you enjoyed yeah. it? You were pleasantly pleasant surprised by it, were you? Is it a- I was. I was watching it. As soon as things started to happen, mm. it was good. And I kind of like, it's quite amorphous in what it is as an alien sort of setup. It's not like a ship lands or like uh, Mars attacks or it's, it's, it's like uh, at one point there's just like this big orb which is in Central Park and just all the animals of the world sort of just uh, walk towards it and it collects all creatures from around the world because it's kind of like uh, an ark, I guess. It sounds mental. It is. It's quite good. It's it's quite interesting. Um, And I just think the scale of it's quite good. Uh, How, how closely would you relate it to the current apocalypse? Is it quite different to our apocalypse or? Um, The thing is, I was sort of, Went down a black hole yesterday as far as... Because uh, I was just thinking, like, if you just set up a camera outside, for instance, my Sainsbury's, mm. and you had, were given no information about what's going on, yeah, like, it'd be quite difficult to ascertain what the particular issue is. Because yeah, you get, actually, like, yeah. a load of queuing up, and then you maybe get maybe some... Uh, like yesterday, I was walking the streets, and just people were just pulling like these trolleys with just loads of shopping in. And there's like a woman with a, a two kids on a bicycle. So a woman with two kids. One was sat on the handlebars. One was sat behind her. Yeah. The one on the handlebars had like a printer box, like an Epson printer box, yeah. just full of shit. <laughs> and it was literally like it was. I don't know what it was like, but it was weird. I think we're quite sheltered up here because the worst I've seen is like an old bloke with a bunch of toilet rolls in his in his trolley. We've, I think we've... it's just the amount of people you're going to see all sorts of behaviour down here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was just thinking, like, say, uh, two weeks ago, 
compared to now. Like if you just saw that time lapse of even a week, it's like it would be very difficult to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, like at the weekend, it was pretty much normal. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, the big question is: Would you rather be in this apocalypse or the or that apocalypse you've picked there? Uh, this apocalypse. You take this one. That's good. Okay, so we're still yeah. we're still top yeah. of the rankings yeah, yeah, for yeah, now. Yeah, good. that's a good way to rank it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, we'll see if we can. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Uh, my. Have you got one then? Yeah, I've picked one. Uh, have you ever seen the film Stalker? No. Uh, let me send to Wikipedia. So, okay, just going to pull that up. I uh, this is this is by uh, Tarkovsky, who you might know as the director of Solaris. Do you remember we did yes. Solaris, the Russian yes. Solaris? Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. So this is the film we did yes. after that. Um, so the seventy nine. That's the one. Um, and I'm actually we're studying this on my uni course. Well, we're not now because it's all been cancelled and it's all off. But we were. Um, and I've not seen it for years, and it's really good. And it's um, it's a Russian film. Mm. It's kind of notorious because they filmed it um, uh, around like was it? It wouldn't mean Chernobyl. It'd be too early for Chernobyl, wouldn't it? Where would they have filmed it? I know that I know that he died as a result of filming this film. He got cancer from filming it. Oh right, were they filming in a but it kind of dead been, zone or something? Yeah, but it kind of been Chernobyl, can't it? Oh, Tallinn, two deserted Tallinn. hydropower plants on the Yagala River near Tallinn, Estonia. Yeah, and while they're filming it, loads of the crew got cancer and they eventually died from filming it. But um, hydropower plants are just like. From water, though, aren't they? Yeah, I was thinking that. Well, how can it be? Let me just Google cancer and see what it says. Because uh, Google cancer. Here we go. Up the river was a chemical plant, and it poured out poisonous liquids downstream. Ah, right. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, there's even a shot in stalk of snow falling in the summer and white foam floating down the river. That was horrible oh, poison. So the loads of them died. But uh, yeah, it's a film about um, a guy called the Stalker who it's in like a post-apocalypse, and he takes people into this uh the zone which is like this completely desolate area but there's a room in the middle of it that like grants your like grants wishes it's like your sort of dream room um okay. so it's it's black and white it's tarkovsky if you know tarkovsky it means it's quite slow uh, it's like three mm. hours long um but it's my kind of shit like it's very bleak and not it's lots of long tracking shots and not a lot going on uh mm. and like it's it's very peaceful and it's kind of scary, but it's kind of it's a really beautiful looking film. And mm. in it's like I quite enjoyed watching it. Cause it's very different to the apocalypse we're in, in the sense that yeah. there's no one around. There's none of this like as you say, people panic buying stuff and all that crap. This is way after mm. that, and it's just peace and quiet, and there's nothing really there, and it's all a bit miserable, but in a nice mm. peaceful way. So. Um, but uh, you've not, you've not, you see, you see, you see, you've seen Solaris, the original Solaris. Yes. That's good. Yeah, yeah, Do you like yeah, that? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. It, I like the, I like the style of that. Yeah. It's good. And this is, this is like um, slower and bleaker than that. Um, but similar sort of thing going on. But yeah, like yeah. it's, I think it's the only kind of film people to watch while you've got nothing, not a lot to do because it is so long. Uh, 161 minutes. So what's that? That's almost three hours, isn't it? Um, um yeah. I mean, it, it feels quite long. Yeah. <laughs> I guess his films. Yeah. Right? Definitely. Um, uh, it's just Yeah, it I do it's got you get into the zone though with them, don't you? They're like Yeah, they're quite hypnotic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And a great score um, as well on it. Um Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's my and also in terms of rating apocalypses again, I would happily take as over that one because 
like pretty much everyone's dead on that one. Cool. So. We'll set up a little. Uh, maybe we should set up a little apocalypse, apocalypse uh, ranking system. Just to put everything in sort of perspective. <laughs> yeah, it could be. We'll worse. have a ranking system. Yeah, a page, and then we'll just put all the apocalypse films and then our one at the bottom. Our one at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, cool. <laughs> have you got another film? Yeah. Um, controversial. World War Z. Uh, I've not seen it. I've read the book. I have never seen the film. Yeah, I mean the film is weird because it essentially got um, really uh, like retrofitted with extra scenes, and they brought in a like a Hollywood movie doctor, and it right. got re sort of written basically after it was shot. Okay. Um, the thing I wonder about this so, is because the book is you read the book. No, it's a series of like short stories. From so all is it the over... book about the book? I think they brought the guy who wrote the book in as the doctor. It's, uh, Mel Brooks' son, isn't it, Max Brooks? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the book is like um, it's loads of tiny little chapters that are vignettes from all around the world and how this apocalypse yeah, affects Brooks. loads of different people. Just like loads of little yeah, tiny yeah. stories. So is a film like that, or is it more of just one story? Or is it... It's kind of just following Brad Pitt's main story. Yeah. Um, but they keep it small in terms of like he worked, you know, it's like ridiculous. He's supposed to be like some sort of world health organization guy. Right. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, and he's like, like just razzing around the world basically as a one man sort of, uh, virus <laughs> fixer. Brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's the, he's literally like, it's so, I feel bad for this, this, particular version of earth because the only person that seems to be focusing on the job is him <laughs> i suppose uh, that so like, i suppose like he's a role of the narrator in the book in effect then going to the different sites yeah. of the book and he's literally jumping on planes and going he, he, he goes in loads of different countries um yeah i listened to a good podcast with max brooks actually the on the on the nerdist podcast have you seen the clip he's done uh, with his dad about like um keeping safe no. It's really good. He's like, no. he's like saying like, oh, we're going to isolate. And he's like, oh, my dad's 96 or whatever. And then like Mel Brooks appears behind like a glass wall. And he's like, <laughs> he's just like knocking on the wall, like waving at him and talking to him through the glass. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, they actually get this. Uh, Max Brooks is actually paid by the US military to go to their, like, um, to give lectures at their, like, uh, officer training academies and, and military academies yeah. about zombie apocalypses hmm. and that sort of thing. So they, he's at, they've actually had the benefit of his, uh, <laughs> uh, like imagination. Yeah. Uh, so they might have to use that. So. <laughs> he is getting touch with um, Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's quite interesting what he, what, you know, the subjects that he's interested in and cause he's, he's become quite, uh, like a well-respected like speaker in them sorts of spheres. Oh, okay. and, and also he talks about how, uh, you know, how most of us are kind of disconnected from any sort of like hardship and war now. Yeah. And we just send people away to wars and we don't really understand what it is. Yeah. So he, he actually goes and warns these people, these young people he talks to about the, where we're going in the sense of now we've got like a class of people who, don't do the fighting and then there's class of people who only do the fighting because normally it gets passed down in a family mm, as well yeah. if you're in the army yeah. and things like that so it's just it just it's quite interesting to listen to in all sorts of ways mm. but uh 
the, they brought him in to basically fix and retrofit the film. So it takes a quite a, and it obviously they'd already spunked a load of money on it. Yeah. And then about two thirds of the way through, when you've already been sat watching a really long film, mm. it just, he turns up to this lab in Wales. Right. And then there's like the last third of the film, it's him literally just wandering around corridors in this lab in Wales while trying to make the vaccine. Weird. It's just really strange because it, it's been a totally like international yeah. <laughs> jet setting film up until then where you're seeing like, again, some amazing VFX things that you hadn't really seen before where there's like just like mad crowds of zombies and they all cry fa- on top of each ones, other. Yeah, remember that shot of the wall like yeah the way they do the group like simulation is is quite it's quite effective yeah it's amazing have you Um, um, but then it turns into a sort of a now we've got to sneak around a welsh hospital quietly it's really strange it reminds me of like these freemium games where you set up like gun turrets just to shoot shoot them Yeah, yeah like things coming at you yeah um it's interesting i mean for what they did it, they make it scary. They do. Yeah. It's 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 good. Um but it's it's I'm not sure it unfortunately it's kind of been ruined because its form as a movie is really strange. Yeah, it's just a bit disjointed. Yeah. Yeah. Um Is it is it sci fi? Yeah. That's the question, isn't it? Well, I guess it relies on some sort of scientific stretch of the imagination. Hmm. I think it's sci-fi. In the, sci- in the science, in the you know the realm of science, which is you know genetics in this or yeah. whatever. It's a tough one because yeah. I, I know we were th- thinking about watching Twenty Days Later, weren't we? But I think Alex yeah. said he didn't think it was sci-fi. But the thing is, that's not any sort of mystical zombie. That clearly is a an outbreak disease type thing, yeah. which is a stretch of the imagination. In we did plan that particular did plan the apes, didn't we? Which is the same yeah. principle. Yeah. Yeah, there's no reason we can't do it. Um, but yeah, uh, quite otherwise quite a fun movie. Yeah, I count all these films as fun. You know, good worth and a watch. I would put this firmly above uh, <laughs> our apocalypse, our system. Yeah, I mean it's interesting how you see breakdown in social order in that. It's quite interesting because yeah. you like at one point I think he goes to like Jerusalem, which has got like a wall around it. Yeah, yeah, that's and everyone's. That's why the book's really good. You should read the book because it is like um, it's all things like that of like showing you how all these different sorts of environments would react yeah. to it. It's really interesting. And they've got like all soldiers on the walls and things. It's quite yeah. It's quite amazing. And then obviously there only needs to be literally like one small break in it. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. Cool. Well, my other film, uh, it, it was only 28 Days Later, but I thought that's hitting a bit close to home, isn't it? Because we are <laughs> almost, there are there are scenes, there's pictures on The Guardian this morning of like uh, Camden and things like that that look like they've just come out of 28 <laughs> Days Later. So I thought, Did no. you see on the big, the big Brother in Germany? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> It's quite an interesting social experiment, isn't it? Though, like keeping people isolated from something so crazy. I don't know. I think we're going to come out of this, and the people will just go. Mm, I don't think we need to spend so much money on things like offices and travelling to conferences. But it might be a good thing, mightn't it? It'd be a more boring world, but it might be a good thing. Well, no, because it might. It, uh, let's be optimistic. I'm it, just seeing a recording match of the day in Larry G- Gary Lineker's kitchen, by the looks of it. <laughs> 
But on the, if you think about it on an optimistic side, it could mean that there'd be more um, emphasis put back on social, like going out to be social and making spaces social places rather than workspaces. Mm. Because you would have I to mean, go for someone who still. lives in like a cultural hub. I th- I don't want to see that fall away. Yeah, well, I think there's inevitably going to be things closed, but I think that will come back. But I do think that if people realise that yes. You can do work. You can work at home and work less hours and get as much done. Basically, I want to go to Cannes Film Festival, mate, and that's uh, going to be cancelled. So is, yeah, it is. <laughs> I was meant to be seeing a, um, the Pet Shop Boys in May, and that's going to get cancelled. And oh. I was so excited. And There's it, so much uh, good shit going on in May. That's a problem. Yeah, the, have you seen that play? Uh, the shark isn't working. We're coming down to see that. The play with um, you know uh, Quint in Jaws. Yes, his yeah. son has written a play about the making Jaws, and he's in it playing Quint, oh, wow. and he looks just like Quint. And we were coming down to see it. In they should tell me about that. Um, I would have gone to that. Yeah, well, we're going now. We could be cancelled. No one's going. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I didn't pick that anyway. I picked. It um, should make everyone outside of London feel better because now no one's going. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, not much sympathy for you if you get locked down. No. <laughs> that's a problem. Um, Right, well, my other film, I didn't pick that because I thought too close to home. Instead, I picked a film, which I hope we're going to watch pretty soon. A film, sorry, we're going to watch pretty soon, which is Mad Max Fury Road. Um, yeah, which, I was going to say that, but I thought we'd already seen that for some reason. We watched the first one, didn't we? I think we just, we, we all we were going to watch this, weren't we, a few weeks ago, and we didn't. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, you've seen that, obviously. Um, yes, yes, yeah. I mean... Good fun. Yeah. It's a roaring good fun. And against all the odds, like if someone said to you they're making a Mad Max film, you know, 30 years after the old ones, mm. and it's the same director who who only made like Happy Feet since then, <laughs> that was his like yeah, big yeah, yeah. big credit, uh, you wouldn't imagine it'd be as incredible. And with the same bad guys, like the guy in it... Um, Is he the same bad guy? Yeah, Morton Joe. He's the guy in the very first one, you know, the guy with the big, big hair there on the bike. It's the same bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's nuts, but it is like it, it, I think. Yeah, good fun's the right word for it. it. Just it's a great like escalation of scale, though, isn't it? It's it's yeah, really clever. And it just doesn't. And it just starts and doesn't stop, doesn't it? Like it just gets going from, yeah. the, from the very start. And you thing. have to sort of figure out what you what you're watching, don't you? Yeah, it's like it. And also, I like all the sort of you know, like his like palace at the top of the rock. Yes, and yeah, all that. It's just. Yeah, it's quite interesting. It's a really well realised. They've taken it, it to the nth degree, haven't they? Of like what Mad Max can be. Yeah, yes. It's like it's it's like reading a, uh, watching a comic book. I think because that like imagination's yeah. kind of it's as though they've been yeah. they've done exactly what they wanted. And also like, like Rick um, and Morty. Yeah, like, level of and there's craziness. there's so many practical effects in it, like all the driving stuff. Mm. Which I don't even watch the making of that. Like it's it's yeah. amazing how they got all that to go and stuff. And it, and it all pays the design off. of it. All the the vehicles, the 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 costume. I say yeah. the how the the bad guys' bases, yeah. and it's just really clever. They've got the the uh, the one car they have with that like guy playing guitar on it as they go into battle. I love that. Such yeah. a lovely like yeah. touch that you wouldn't necessarily get. And yeah. Charlie's Theron's great in it. I think Tom Hardy's like a bit weird, but he's good. Um, I mean, it's a hard sell, isn't it? Like, yeah. if you've got that mask on your face, I suppose. Yeah, you know, he does what he um, can do with it. But yeah. um, no, it's just a great time. And and again, like obviously a lot, lot worse apocalypse than our apocalypse. Um, I yes. think probably worse, the worst apocalypse of what these ones. I don't know. They've they're making it work for them, though, aren't they? <laughs> mm, I mean, they are, but like everyone's missing limbs. 
We're not even seeing the downfall there, though, have we? No. We're not even seeing that we're seeing the just the new world. Yeah. But well, I tell you one that go on, uh, which is linked to this. Is it called the what's it called Rover? Have you seen that? So it's basically how it's set in Australia, and it's basically imagine like the first few months of where we would get to to go to Mad, uh, Mad Max. Yes, I think you mentioned it's, this on a. Yeah. On a roundup show, we once. should check that yeah. out. Is it Guy yeah. Pearce? It's quite it? low budget. Yeah, yes. yeah, but it's quite interesting. Um, it's just, but it's. I like how it's sort of super minimal and like it's just traveling across Australia. But you see things like all the trains have got like Chinese writing on the side, mm. and it's just like they never say what's going on. But it's it's just really it's kind of like monsters. Yeah, in that in that way. Yeah, um, a smaller. Yeah. But I love that sort of thing, you know, where you sort of have to fill in the spaces and then it's just all about just the characters and yeah. we don't have to deal with any, like, super stupid big ideas, like, <laughs> yes. you know, presidents and... Yeah. Well, that's like that. why, though, I think that's why Fury Road's so good, is that, like, it is quite yeah. a big film without getting to that stupid mm. big, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's why it's quite yeah. clever, I think, that it does... Well, it's kind of more like, it's actually more like Lord of the Rings or something because you're actually in a different world. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, it's more like fantasy. Yeah, very oil-centric um, fantasy. It's a bit like yeah. Waterworld on land. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Waterworld. We should have said Waterworld, shouldn't we? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Is that an apocalypse? I think I'd take... Well, the thing is, Mad Max is... If Mad Max is an apocalypse, Waterworld is. Oh, yeah, no, it definitely is. It's just not very yeah. good, is it? And we've already, we've already ranked it. But these are all post-apocalyptic films. I don't think that's you've, true. you've met the brief mm, there. That's true. To be that's quite true. honest. Um, I think the breakdown of society was, was a bit too close to home for me to cope with. <laughs> so okay. I went for more in the future, like, this is yeah. what's happened kind of thing. Did you see the uh, Australian police uh, referenced Mad Max the other day? Did they? In what, what when, way? When there was some looting going on. Oh, right. And this cop is like, it goes, he goes, it's not Australian. It's not Mad Max. It's not the Thunderdome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, he's Australian though, so he's got it wrong, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I think he was trying to nip it in the bud yeah. before it gets that way. I get it. Um, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, let's end on a lighter note as a as a means of uh, optimism. So everyone's got a lot of time on their hands at the minute. Um, what's something, Chris, that you'd like to watch? That um, I said like a box system. It can be anything. What's something that you can watch that is that takes you out of all this shit and you can think, oh, here's something nice to watch or escapism watch? For me, anything set in space yeah. uh, is is nice because it's so abstract and anything, any Star Trek which is pre-made in the last few years, yeah. which is optimistic, yeah. is always good. Oh, yeah, we're going to... Uh, Picard, are you still watching Picard? Yeah, I watched the last one, actually. I was quite... I thought... I don't know. I thought the last one was kind of getting to what I wanted. There was a lot more Starfleety type chat going on. That there episode was, nine, so there's any... The Borg lit up... No, was it eight? I think nine's the latest Have one. You, where were you? I've only seen three. I gave up after three. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, um, start, let's have a look, see which one it was. But literally, seven of nine came back. I think, uh, I think the right one was eight, so this must be nine. Yeah, I mean that was ridiculous. That one, right? That was literally. I I read that they literally just slotted that one in, and it didn't actually cover any sort of story. Great, just have Riker. It's mad. Mm. Um, 
when you see it. He's literally cooking a pizza the whole episode. Yeah, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Is and like, you know more about that pizza than <laughs> you want to. That's a shame. Uh yeah, but then the the last uh, eight mm. is um, it all kicks off. So, but so would you? I mean, is the second series coming? Are you, are you down for a second series at this point? Are you still with it enough? If to- they, which I think they will, because they did it with Discovery. If they take on board what feedback they're obviously getting, mm. I think. Because Discovery went more in the direction that I wanted it to go in after the first you season. See, you said I didn't for me though. I think they took on the wrong advice with that. I thought the second series um, was worse than the first, and the worst was terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, they all had good and bad, but for me, there was a couple of episodes in the second season which I actually thought this could be like TNG. Really? Yeah. There's one. I think it's the second one in the first in the second season. I think it was a uh, the Frakes directed one yeah. where they go down to the planet, and it, it was like. And they actually, it's like first contact. Oh, the place of the light, Captain. In, yeah, the Captain Pike does a proper yeah. sort of first contact. That was all right. Actually. It's got that optimism to it, yes. and it actually felt like Star Trek. That was all right, but all the stuff yeah. with that fucking angel. And just, yeah, I mean, oh. I'm not into that. This sort of like long played out yeah. shit. Um, not unless it means something. Yeah. If it's literally just someone trying to think of a vision or a flashback literally repetitively over 10 episodes which is what Picard is the problem is like we're literally just looking at a flashback every single episode that's why I stopped watching it because it's just (laughs) so tedious so in this last one it kicks off with the Romulans and the uh the Borg uh I can go on full spoiler if you like no no it's right because I might watch it and people at home might be watching it I won't I won't then. But it's getting somewhere, you yeah. think. They actually start talking about starships and, you know, it beca- and they're, they're teasing us with some big Starfleet fleet turning up. Cool. And if they do what I want them to do with it, is that, I think it could be good. Is that as in your idea of, like, him dying at the end of the first series and becoming... He could die, but Duncan. also I think I'm hoping that... Because they mentioned that Riker is still on, like... Um, he could be called up. Yeah. At any time. <laughs> the, the, so, the pictures I saw looked like he wasn't exactly ready for Starfleet action. Yeah, he says he's still on the reserve list. He's but, massive, isn't he? He's like a giant. Yeah, he's chunky. He's chunky. <laughs> what? I mean, they were making out they were all eating one slice of pizza for their dinner, <laughs> and <laughs> basically all the all the info I've got on him is pizza based. <laughs> What was Troy doing? Not much as normal. Or did she have more. To she do? was. She was. Yeah. She was eating pizza. Yeah. Okay. Uh, collecting. I think it was dill and basil for the pizza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I think. Um, I think as we are in lockdown now, I am gonna. I'll probably wait till. Although there is a kid. There is a kid actor in it who is fucking good. Oh, okay. I do have to say. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So I'm. I'm hoping for Riker to turn up with all the old crew. Well, I mean, spoilers. That's not going to happen. Kick, kick some ass. That's not going to happen because they didn't bring <laughs> no? they didn't bring them all back. They're not they didn't all film stuff. Well, I'm, I'll take Riker. I'll take Riker in a uniform. You'll get Riker, maybe a ghost data. I'll take O'Brien. That'd be a good. I don't know about O'Brien. Carl Mean is too big now, isn't he? Yeah, he's above that shit. 
<laughs> he's waiting for Deep Space Nine to come back. He's waiting for Star Trek O'Brien. That'd be fucking brilliant, that would. Just yeah, him Star and, Trek uh... in Bruges. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when they're going that way, all the swearing and stuff, they could do it, couldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they are actually, mate, they were talk- I just read something this morning, they are going to do a spin-off of it. What, a spin-off of to do Picard? With seven. Well, the th- I don't know if it was a bullshit, but like a spin-off with Seven and that other group of like pirates or whatever. So, I don't know. So they must be making money off these, mustn't they? If they keep they sh- farming them oh, out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's guaranteed. You know, they they will have to fuck up consistently for maybe two or three years for people to start watching it. Yeah. Like hardcore fans. I feel like they're there, though. It's like I- Star Trek, Star Wars, they, they basically used up all that time. Yeah. Um, that's why they've had to sort of put the brakes on. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Okay. And I do want to get more into the expanse, but I just, ha- you know, I just haven't for some reason. I've read the books of that, and uh, it... I've been told it like gets good. Well, the books don't. The books go awful towards the end. This TV series, right. I couldn't. It just felt too cheap, and it was on. It was on Sci-Fi, wasn't it? And it felt like that, like very cheap and not very good, but. Um... I think it started, yeah, yeah. I th- I get the feeling it was like Lord of the Ring, Ring. So it started off cheap and it's got better. Right, okay. But, I mean, the books. There's a, I mean, not got a good Rings, story so. in the books, but they keep That's going nice. on. And the last one's coming out soon, mm. and the story goes really boring. Basically, there's like yeah. these four people who are in every book, mm. and mm. every event that happens, gal- every galaxy-wide event that happens includes these four people. So by the, by the sort of fifth book. It's stretching the imagination a bit that these same four people keep turning up in every single thing that happens to anybody yeah. ever. So, but uh, I mean, yeah, it's the right time to watch it, I suppose. Not much else to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. My comfort thing, and what I'm going to do again, is watch Twin Peaks again all the way from the start. And it's, okay. I mean, it's not, I've never seen that. Well, you should watch it because it's brilliant. It's on. Um, I think it's on now on Sky Now TV, something like that. You can watch them all on there. Mm. And I contend that it is science fiction and we can watch Firewalk With Me, which is the film, because there's, there's one particular element, especially in the third series, that makes it sci-fi. And um, Twin you Peaks. should give it a go, because it's it's escapism, it's very different. In the 90s? Yeah, yeah, Carl McLaughlin. Um, wow. It's it's very different. It's 48 episodes. Yeah, it, it revolutionised TV. Um, Did it? Yeah, it... It was you wanna know X Files without Twin Peaks, you wanna know any of that sort of thing um okay. without Twin Peaks. The mystery of who killed Laura Palmer was a kind of a first. It's funny, it's weird, it's uh and it's just it's escapism, it's all set in like Washington State. There's something quite soothing about nineties T V. Definitely, yeah, definitely. I mean I'm tempted to start watching X Files again because that also is something that yeah. makes me think like, Oh yeah, it's nicer. Um yeah. but yeah, so people yeah. at home I say get on that and then uh, and, and yeah, just watch Twin Peaks. You used to have good theme tunes back then as well, didn't they? They did. Yeah, they knew they knew, they knew how to do theme tunes. That's my biggest problem. Picard, the theme tune, it's terrible, isn't oh, it? It's fucking shit. Like it's not even a theme, is it? Really? No. It's like Discovery. Though. Discovery's the same. There's no like. It just sort of goes like, da, 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 da. and it doesn't go anywhere, does it? There's no like pomp. There's no Deep Space Nine like big bass. Boom. <laughs> It's not even as good yeah. as Enterprise, and that was bloody awful. I mean, Discovery's pretty shit as well. Yeah. It's like they damn, they're they not bold enough to just put a tune in now, is it? No. It's like it's uncool to do... Yeah, you need a theme. A theme. And just putting in like the few notes of the Star Trek theme at the very end of it, that's not the same. Just come up with your own that theme. That doesn't count. No. That doesn't count. No. 
Um, well, apparently it's supposed to be based on the theme in some theme in the motion picture. What Picard? <clears throat> no, it's uh, actually I no, I know where it's from. It's from. Um... Oh, there was something in one episode. Isn't it? Is, is isn't it on... the flute theme from that one where he yeah, goes? Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is something. Fucking, I don't think it's the film, but there is something flute. it's based on. <laughs> anyway, fucking flute theme. The flute theme. It's a great episode. I mean, I might watch Next Gen again as well. That's something that. Never gets old? No. As long as you start Series 3. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. Let's call it a day. We'll be back in a bit. Uh, hopefully this was of some use to somebody. Past the time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to us ramble about a few science fiction films. Uh. Um, and yeah, I, I suspect there'll be more time for us to record more because there ain't a lot else going yeah. on. Another um, post of cock. I'll just shove one oh, more yeah, in okay, there. Go on. uh, which is quite stylized. It's High Rise. Mm. Have you seen that? Uh, I, yeah. I hated High Rise. Yeah, I mean, for me, it it's got problems, but I just like the the look and feel of it. Mm. It's quite good. again, Cause uh, basically, because I love the Barbican. Yes, no, the bar- yes, the, the, definitely the building. Yes, and I mean, I, I keep on about books, but that's another book. I read the book first. And I don't like the book. It's got a weird, a weird, weird. I mean, it's JG Ballard is an odd, odd bloke. Um, mm. Yeah, I didn't enjoy the film though at all. I don't really like um, Tom Hiddleston. No, no. But uh, um, I get what you mean. It's, it's nice to look at. It was a nice colour grading on that film. That's what I'll say for that film. It looked. Yeah, I just, I just love all that sort of quasi seventies stuff. Yes, yeah, and they get that, don't they, in the way they, they, they filmed yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Watch that one, or don't. <laughs> and next time we're back with Red Line, as I say, a Japanese film. Cool. Well, we'll be back with that yeah. soon. Um, yeah. That's all for now, and uh, we'll be back with Alex next time as well to get us back on track. Okay. Cool, cool. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Ciao.